a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. So here we have the the promise of the virgin birth already. And and now it says that he, this promised seed, shall bruise you, the serpent on the head. So this, and you will bruise him on the heel. So uh, this is talking about the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus. So this is the first gospel. What in the world? The Lord's Supper is to help rediscover your innate goodness? Holy smokes. That's like saying that glasses are to make sure you can't see. It's like saying your shoes are there to make sure you can't walk. It's like saying it's like saying a boat is there so that you sink to the bottom of the ocean. That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Councilman Darren Layton. Thank you, Mayor. On balance, I think as far as whether we do it on the 6th or the 12th, it matters about as much as my collection of Table Talk Radio points. Hey, it's time for another edition of Table I, Talk Radio. I take offense at that, by the way. <laughs> Why? I, I think the, the 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 timing of the council meeting should be much more important than the Table Talk Radio points. <laughs> I, I, by the way, want to start off the show by, by issuing an apology to you, Pastor Wolf Miller, uh, because last week we had our Table Talk Radio uh, Youth Gathering Survival Kit, and uh, I actually made an amendment to your your article, a, a checklist of ten things. And I, I amended one of the checklists, and I didn't ask for a motion right. or a motion a to amend. Or, ah. So as, time as, for discussion. As not a we need to have a vote. I'm sure you you uh, were lost sleep over the whole. Deal I know we <laughs> we would be uh, we would beat a deadlock because if I voted against the amendment and you voted for the amendment, be fifty fifty. <laughs> Maybe as a synodical bureaucrat, my vote overrides yours. <laughs> I'm sure I should, I should actually, I, my, you know, my dad. We got four or five listeners, and one of them is my dad. And he said, "Hey, you know, it's fine to make fun of yourself being a synodical bureaucrat, but uh, you should let everyone know that you do take it a little bit seriously, so that they don't say, oh, what have we done?' I'll let right. wolf me there. How do we get them out of there?' So, so you, you do actually take your work seriously. Oh well, yes, I, I certainly my my own unworthiness to be a, a pastor. Uh, to be in any sort of uh, uh, role in in helping the uh, the love and of of faith and and mercy as our synod works together. I mean, I my inadequacies to to do all of these things I know and all the listeners know. I think the only thing I'm adequate for is making jokes on Table Talk Radio. But even that, even that yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would veto that. But, but it is. I mean, I am. I'm, I mean, I'm greatly humbled at the opportunity to serve the church in this way. And 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 please keep me all the listeners. Keep me and, and all the people elected to these positions in your prayers, uh, as we labor to um, uh, to to rejoice in the Lord's gifts to the synod and and to not um, invite the Lord's destruction for our rejection of His gifts. We want to we want to receive His Word and His truth with a, with a clarity and with a poignancy, so that uh, so that the the Lord would continue to 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 let His smile and His promises uh, go forth among us. Well, a couple weeks ago, Pastor Wolfmuller was uh, doing the continuing education class on Lord's Supper. So now that he knows something about it, we want to have the Lord's Supper. Uh, I can't get over this though. This. Sitting, looking at your face is such. A, we're actually recording face to face. You guys know that normally we record Evans in wherever he goes. You know, super secret seminary bunker or whatever, <laughs> uh, the vicarage bunker. But now he's in town, and so we set up the the studio on my desk in my office, and it's uh, supremely disconcerting. And it's miserable for me at least. <laughs> Looking across the desk at Evan here. So if we get if we, if we kind of have some goofy uh, moments here, it's probably because I looked up and see Evan's face. 
<laughs> I put up a wall of books between us or something. I I was scoping out your shelves so I know where to send you when uh, we play What's in Your Pastor's Library. Yeah, that's right. So I wanna I wanna make you uh, you know move something. Okay, go around the desk and then uh, <laughs> get a ladder, step stool. You, you can just have me pull up what's on my desk. Look, the, the Understanding Your Investing Guide from Thrive It, and look at this a new book I picked up, uh, Primitive Christianity by Rudolf Boltman. Oh, oh that's a nice. Good one. reading right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, in today's Table Talk Radio, we're going to uh, first start off by responding to our listeners, and then uh, we're going to play some Bible Beat. The other day, we were talking on the phone about what we're going to be doing uh, for today's recording, and Pastor requested that we make Bible be easier on him, so we make, uh, what, four books of the Bible possible and full full verses this time, too. Yeesh. So uh, that's that's how it's going to be working. So this today's Bible Beat is going to be either from Matthew, Mark, Luke, or First Corinthians. Yes, because did you already mention, and I wasn't paying attention, that this is the special Lord's Supper edition of yeah. Table Talk? Okay, good. Yeah. So you're going to give me the different words of institution from our Lord uh, when he instituted the Lord's Supper, and uh, and uh, and then I'm going to try to guess where they come from. Right. That, that, and then after that, we're going to play Name That Church Body, and we're going to be doing that by their positions on the Lord's Supper. Right. And I think that's going to finish out the show. So, yes. Okay. Uh, Solid lineup. Let's start out with doing buzzwords. Uh, my buzzword for you, really a buzz phrase, is real presence. Uh, and real presence is the doctrine in which we we uh, teach about the Lord's Supper that Christ's body and blood is in with and under the uh, the bread and wine of, of communion. Uh, and so this is uh, really the, the, I guess the the term that, that the Lutherans phrase. Although we have to press this a little bit when we have to talk to someone because uh, it's possible that some people could say, Yeah, I believe in real presence. And they mean a spiritual real presence rather than a a, uh, a literal literal sacramental presence. So, yeah, our, so fr- we, our friend Al Culver. Have we had Al Culver on the show? No, we haven't. We, we need did. to get him on the yeah. air. He did his uh, Ph.D. research on this, and he did, talked about the origin of the phrase real presence, and he says really it finds its way into the church through the Calvinists. And so oh. it's a denial of the bodily presence, but rather just a kind of spiritual presence, or we ascend to Christ to commune with him, this kind of complicated a reform sort of scheme, but uh, I was uh, I was with Dr. Stevenson, who wrote the Confessional Lutheran Dogmatics book on the Lord's Supper this last week, studying and and he talks about real presence being a uh, a kind of a, a helpful shorthand as a reduction of corporeal presence, in other words, bodily presence. It's an interesting sort of thing, but it's true when we say real presence, what we must mean is the presence of the body and blood of the Lord, uh, and nothing less than that. Right. Okay. Do you have a buzzword for me? Yes. Mine is Eucharist. This is another uh, a word f- uh, that, that has to do with the Lord's Supper. Uh, it comes from the Greek Eucharisto, which means give thanks, and, it, and from the words of our Lord when he says, he took the bread and he broke it and he gave thanks. He Eucharistoed. Uh, but it's become a, a phrase that... Uh, uh, that refers to the whole Lord's Supper, the sacrament of the altar. It's really kind of has has gained ground in the ecumenical movement. People have said that you can use Eucharisto or Eucharist um, to kind of cross ecumenical grounds. Uh, the problem with perhaps the language of Eucharist, we can use it, of course, uh, to talk about the, the Lord's Supper, the sacrament of the altar, um, but it puts the emphasis a bit on on the thanksgiving and on the prayers, Rather than on the giving of the of the body of Christ, so on our reaction to the gift, rather than to the gift itself of the body and blood of Jesus and His promise of forgiveness. But uh, we still have it in the in the vocabulary and language of the church, Eucharist. So that's my buzzword for you. You're probably going to catch me if I say that because I don't typically use the word Eucharist to refer to Lord's Supper. Yeah. So so you're going to get me pretty pretty easily. 
For, for the rest of this segment of Table Talker Radio, we are going to be responding to our listeners who uh, can call us at 1-800-385-SOLA. And uh, there you can Sola. leave a message for our our uh, voicemail system. We respond to all of your uh, calls, concerns uh, on, on the program. And I think today's messages are both uh, that of bumper sticker theology. Uh, so you ready to do a little bumper all sticker right. theology, Pastor? Sure. Okay, well, here's the first. Does the bumper sticker <laughs> on your car say a lot? A lot about who you are and who you're not. Da, 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 <laughs> yeah, I didn't da, have that da, music loaded, so thanks, Pastor, for uh, for singing that. Don't worry, I got you covered. I'm I'm so da, glad. <laughs> okay, well, here's the first message. All right, well, I'll keep I'm humming the while the, while the message oh. comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank so you. So it's like a youth speaker. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> you actually listened to the last week's You need show. music in the background. Yeah, I went back and listened to the last show. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> All right, well, here's the message. Hi, I'm the sole listener in Tennessee, and I saw a great bumper sticker the other day. It said, Honk, if you love Jesus, text and drive if you want to meet him. And please don't give me any points for this. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Is there a listener that didn't want Table Talk Radio points? Yeah, I know. We have to. You you can have them, Evan. You can have vicarious oh, points oh, uh, since she doesn't want them. You know, we don't want points to spoil. Uh, as long as I get points, that that's get all that matters. As long as I get points. Oh man. That's funny. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't give me points for this. Don't worry. If you call and you don't want points, it's like uh, you know, if you call, so if you sign up for something, uh, just click here. If you don't want to be on our email list, or just just let us know if you don't want points. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have them. Unsubscribe here. All right. Well, this is ba- uh, obviously based off of the uh, pretty popular bumper sticker that, that simply said "Honk if you love Jesus." And so I love it. So you, you're on the interstate, you cut someone off, and they're like, "Bang." And you're like, man, that person really loves Jesus back there. Uh, so I know the- these really bad drivers are like, everyone's <laughs> evangelical around me. But then they add this part. because they're uh, driving like a banshee down the highway. <laughs> oh, it's well, then they add this part, uh, text and drive if you want to meet him. So uh, I guess it's a bad idea to text and drive. Yeah, know. that's right. I don't see what the That's big right. deal is. About I'm whatever. just glad that that uh, that the message didn't come to us as a text message. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but a voicemail. Yeah, right. still legal to call call Table Talk Radio on your um, <laughs> while you're driving. You just can't subscribe to our super uh, hip and current and awesome uh, text thingy that we have. That's right. Which is uh, uh, three nine. Let's see, what is it? Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Sola. Right. What, I thought what? it was Sola. Oh, I you thought you. I thought you were talking about the text message thing. Oh. I was, but I just it should all it should also be Sola. All right. Well, let's hit this other message real quick. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I was just calling. I saw a funky bumper sticker. I just had to report. It said Dot Corpus Christi. Now the funny thing was, of course, this bumper sticker was accompanied by an Ozzy Osbourne sticker. Um, and, and a couple other funky ones. Some of them I couldn't even read. But anyway, that was all. Thank you very much. All right. Ten seconds to respond to Corpus Christi. Well, that's talking about the body of Jesus. So got milk? Got Jesus is the better question. It's a, it's too funny for something so serious, but it actually is uh, that's not so bad. Greg, time Table Talk Radio.
those who thought the 100th episode was a sign of the end times. This is still Table Talk Radio. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. We are playing Bible B, but to make it easy on Pastor Wolfner because <laughs> he was bemoaning how he always loses at oh oh, Bible B. I lose at everything. <laughs> he requested that this uh, this edition uh, of Bible B only comes from a possibility of four different books. This is not going to be easier. And he needs. <laughs> this is going to be more difficult. I purposely didn't look at this, by the way, when when we planned to do this, whenever it was, twenty minutes ago or yeah. yesterday. Uh-huh. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go and look at the different places where the Lord uh, speaks the words of institution, so that I would have to try to, you know, this is going to be some sort of effort. I, I right. It means I'm going to miss all these. So I didn't. I'm not even prepared on purpose. Well, uh, we uh, we discussed whether I was going to do this or you were going to do this. And after I, you know, prepared this, I thought, well, I could do this. This is easy. But this is after I prepared it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, here's your first entry. Are you yeah, ready? So, oh, so by the way, the, the setup for this deal is that the words of institution of the Lord's Supper are recorded in these three, pl- four places: Matthew, uh, 26; Mark, 14, uh, ish; uh, uh, Luke. Uh, twenty. <laughs> I didn't write two down or something like that. Luke twenty-two, and then uh, and then First Corinthians uh, chapter eleven. Paul gives us the word, and each time they're slightly different. Now the words that we use in the service of the Lord's Supper are, are actually taking all of these four different accounts and and pulling them together, so that we have a uh, a kind of a, a com- combination of these four things. But in each case, they're slightly different. Uh, slightly different emphasis, etc. And so, so Evan's going to give me the words of institution from one of these places, and I'm going to try to pick out the kind of thing that's unique for the different gospels. Like I said, I haven't done, I haven't looked this up in ages, so this is going to be um, quite a challenge. So I know I've already, I've already invited the listeners' sympathy. <laughs> so now that we've done that, <laughs> let's have the first. All one. right, now that we've done that, okay, here it is. And we had taken a cup and given thanks. He said, "Take this and share it among yourselves." For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is a new covenant in my blood. And this is the New American Standard uh, translation of the Bible. Now, um... That's good. Uh, there, um, so so in the, in this one, and here's going to be the unique thing that I'm going to kind of tee off. I mean, first of all, what what's clear in every account of the institution of the Lord's Supper is what the Lord is given, is giving, and that is His body and His blood. So He's giving over to the disciples His body and blood to eat and to drink. Take and eat, take and drink. And this is my body. Uh, now here in this one, in this. Uh, particular account, and I think this is going to be the uniqueness of it. It says, given for you, this is my body given for you, and this is my blood uh, poured out for you. How did it say it again? Uh, The cup, which is poured out for you, yeah. This is a cup of the New Testament. Did it say New Testament or New Covenant? Yeah. This cup of the New Testament poured out for you. Now this for, so the, the, the for you, this is, oh, this is a tricky sort of thing. This for you comes up 
in in Luke and in First Corinthians, I believe. Um, but I think Luke, and this is a, a kind of a unique thing for Luke. Luke is really going to emphasize this. Now, Paul also has the New Testament, and I think Matthew does as well. But Matthew has this for, given for many, so that I think this is going to be uh, the the words of Jesus as Paul gives them to us in 1 Corinthians. So that's going to be my guess, 1 Corinthians. Uh, no points oh, for you. Oh, man. Is it Luke, then? This is Luke. Oh. <laughs> so that this for you business is really the emphasis of Luke. Paul's going to have this New Testament thing as well. So wait a minute. All right. That takes Luke off the, t- <laughs> the table. This should get easier as it goes forward. <laughs> All right. The score uh, on today's Table Talk Radio so far is Pastor Wolfmiller with zero. And Evan with 200. Vicarious unwanted points. <laughs> hey, 200 unwanted points. I'm not going to specify where they, they are accounted to me, and so they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee points. Those are Tennessee points. <laughs> they're wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, if you want to uh, give me some points, you can call 1-800-385-SOLA. <laughs> That's cool. I like that you know part of our phone number now. <laughs> Before, you only got the eight, so... <laughs> Nice. Okay, well, here's your next entry okay. for okay. Uh, Lord's Supper edition of Bible B. When they were eating, he took some bread, and after a blessing, he broke it. And you know how I should have got the last one from Luke? You know what? Because it has that little narrative part that comes before it that you gave. I will not eat until I uh, sup with you in the kingdom. I should have picked it because uh. Paul doesn't have that introduction there, too. Paul just, just has the words. Of, ah, all right, sorry. Yeah. I should have been. I, I We're all been sorry. We're it. all sorry. Yeah, okay. All right. All right sorry. So go, uh, here it comes a second time. <laughs> While they were eating, he took some bread, and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it in, uh, drink it new in the kingdom of God. Now, so here's the unique thing with this one. It's so you have a couple things. You have one. Um, it doesn't say new covenant. By the way, the, uh, almost all the new translations say use the word covenant. NIV, NASV, ESV, New King James. Even the word should be testament. Um, from the King James, but it's the same word in covenant and testament. Come is the same Greek word, um, diatheke. But it sh- it should be uh, testament because the Lord is giving His last will and testament. He's about to die, so He's bequeathing His inheritance uh, to um, uh, to His disciples and to His church. So we should so so even though the the translations say covenant, we we should say testament just from the explanation in Hebrews where it says the testament requires the death of the testator. So Jesus is giving this on the night when he's about to die. So uh, that that's just a note. So when we hear as we're playing this and as we hear the word covenant, we should we should hear uh, testament. But the, the this uh, the words here recorded leave out the word new. So this is the blood of the of the covenant, it says, not of the new covenant. So that's one of the things uh, that's that's there. And then it has this, it's poured out for many. Um, so where we have the for you in Luke and in, in Paul, we have the for many here. I, I know um, that Matthew has for many also, but I think that Matthew has the given for many also attached to the Lord's body. So... Uh, so that this had the for many attached only to the to the giving of the blood 
And so the best I can do, read read the just the words of institution one more time, because I'm I think I'm thinking going with Mark on this one, but let me have it again. Sure. Um, while they were eating, he took some bread and and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to them and said, "Take, eat. This is my body." And we uh, and when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. I think I think this is going to be Mark. It is Mark. Hey! So 200 points uh, tied up then uh, on the second round. Now, uh, is it, I like that you pointed out that it doesn't have the, the, the New Testament, but the newness here in Mark comes in this last verse that I read. Um, until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Yeah, interesting. What, what's that it? talking about? Well, the, I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, those words have always. So Jesus says, "I'm not going to drink this with you until I do it in the kingdom." And I, I think, though, the best I can understand, and, and see if you can uh, uh, help with this too, but that that when we have in the resurrection accounts the Lord gathering his disciples together and eating with them uh, and drinking with them, that 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 he's talking about his resurrection. So that he's not, he's not going to taste uh, the, the anything. He's not going to sit down and have fellowship with his disciples until really until his resurrection. So it's talking about the church. Some people have taken it to mean the the resurrection of all flesh. So that when we um, on the last day when the Lord gathers his sheep to to be before his face in glory, that then he'll sit down with us and we'll have the wedding feast of the Lamb, etc. So it's talking about that. But I think it's talking about the resurrection and, and the church uh, so that we now continue to commune on these gifts that the Lord Jesus has given, uh, his very body and blood. Well, and especially with this language of kingdom of God, which we see over and over and over, uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, that the, that the that the age of the church is here. That that uh, the Christ is here bestowing His gifts, and uh, lo and behold, through these these very uh, elements of of bread and wine. Yeah, that's right. And this New Testament language, by the way, comes from Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, uh, chapter thirty one thirty one, where he says, verse thirty one, where he says, "I will make a new testament with the house of Israel." So that the New Testament there, you you have the Old Testament, which is the blood of bulls and goats. You have the New Testament, which is the body and blood of Jesus. And it's prophesied already in Jeremiah. And it's beautiful where Hebrews takes this up in Hebrews chapter 8, especially this language of Jeremiah 31, talking about how the church uh, is the church of the New Testament. And, and here's something marvelous. You know, when we say, what is the New Testament? We normally are talking about the last part of the Bible, the last, uh, uh, the books of the prophets, or sorry, the books of the apostles, the gospels, etc., letters of Paul. The New Testament is a book. But, we, but when we go to the scriptures, we see that the New Testament is the body and blood of Jesus, which is given for the forgiveness of sins. And that's really the, the centrality of the of the sacrament of the altar, of the Lord's Supper, really comes across when we understand that this is the this is the New Testament. All right. Well, um, I was wondering, are you going to get points in the last one? Because that's going to be kind of a giveaway. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so well, I'm not the only one that got free points in this show. <laughs> but we're going to continue playing Bible Beat with the Lord's Supper and the Words of Institution. You are listening to Table Talk Radio. If you have a question about what we're talking about, we'd like to hear from you. 800-385-SOLA. <laughs> Sola. All right. I'm almost excited that I changed that now. I want to make Sola my buzzword <laughs> next week. I should I should get it uh, for sure. All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio uh, playing uh, this Lord's Supper edition of Table Talk Radio. Just to know that I give my life to you. What is this? It's John Denver. <laughs> 
Oh, for you, I get it now. I got the connection. For you. Given for you. This guy has pipes. Have you ever been flipping through the radio and suddenly wonder why you've been listening to something? Well, this is Staple Talk Radio. Seven, seven symbols that are on the Seder table for tonight. And each symbol is symbolic of our plight. Freed from bondage into freedom's brilliant light. Hey, welcome back to Table Talk Radio, the Lord's Supper edition. And uh, we are halfway through this game, Bible Beam, in which Pastor Wolfmuller has only uh, gained 200 points. Um, but he has two more entries available for him. Remember, oh, yeah. the, the Lord's Supper is recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and 1 Corinthians. And uh, you ready for your next entry, Pastor? I'm ready. Okay, here it is. While they were eating, Jesus took some bread, and a- after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, or testament, as we've been talking about, which is poured out for many for forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day, until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. That has this has to be Matthew, uh, for and just because um, we already had Luke and Mark, and so the only two <laughs> left are First Corinthians and and Matthew, and it, like it said, it has this little addition where Jesus says, "I won't drink of this until um, we come into my Father's kingdom." So, so that little addition, uh, uh, Paul just isolates the words of institution and. Uh, if I remember right, and doesn't have that sort of thing. So that leaves this gospel. Now, there's two things that are unique then in Matthew. And and when we're done here, I'm about to open up my synopsis so I can see all the differences here as well. But he says, but the blood of the new... T- I thought he, the body was uh, given for many, but I, I, mu- I must have been wrong about that. But again, the, the blood of the New Testament, or the blood of the Testament given for many. Uh, but here it says, uh, given for the forgiveness of sins. So this uniqueness of the forgiveness of sins there. Now we know that the it, the blood of Jesus must uh, be bound up to the promise of forgiveness of sins, just because Jeremiah 31, uh, where it talks about the New Testament being the forgiveness of sins being poured out. I mean, that's the emphasis of the New Testament is the forgiveness of sins. So we know it's there, but here and now it's stated beautifully and explicitly. Uh, this is the blood of the new of the of the testament shed for you for the shed for many for the forgiveness of sins. So, so that um, so that forgiveness of sins is the is kind of the unique uh, word that we have here um, from Matthew. So I'm going to say Gospel of Matthew. Yeah, it is Matthew. <laughs> oh shit! Look at that face. <laughs> oh man, it's like Regis, you know. Oh, I'm, is that your pa- final? Pa- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no, it's usually we'll find out after this, right? Uh, no, pastors looking at pastors like a deer in headlights. Like, oh, did I just say all that and was wrong all this time? Okay. <laughs> all right, you have one more. Let's see if you can get it right. I'm gonna guess First Corinthians. That's right. All right, we'll move on then. To <laughs> Let's hear these words though. First Corinthians is if um, also if I'm right is is really the closest to what we use in the service. Uh, so when you're teaching the words of institution, oftentimes First Corinthians is the place you want to go because it contains the most. Um, so let's have it. Let's let's hear them. All right, here's the text. The Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and he had given thanks, 
he, uh, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. I just translated that differently instead of reading the NASB. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice They, they didn't get it right in one book and not the other. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, this is the New Testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Yeah, that's beautiful, isn't it? So there's a lot to talk about in this. Um, I mean, in all these words. So here, I'm looking at all of them now next. So that's 1 Corinthians chapter 11. The other Luke 22, Mark 14, Matthew 26. This is where these are included. So so that Matthew has the uniqueness of the forgiveness of sins. So that's where, when the promise of forgiveness of sins, that comes to us from Matthew. Neither Matthew and Mark have New Testament. Both Luke and, and 1 Corinthians have the New Testament. Uh, and then you have the, in remembrance, do this in remembrance of me. That is, let's see here, that's, that is in Luke and 1 Corinthians with the Lord's body. And it's in 1 Corinthians with the Lord's blood. But there, it's, that's not in any other place as well, in remembrance of me. Uh, so, so that's the uniqueness. Um, that's the uniqueness there. And then you have the blood which is poured out for many, in Matthew and in Mark, and then the blood which is poured out for you, in Luke. That's the kind of uniqueness of the words which uh, are given to us in Luke. This is my body given for you, is both in Luke and in First Corinthians. Now let's talk about this. I know we're going to be talking about it in, in this next game where we play name that church body. Uh, but what it means when, when uh, Paul says here, or I guess quoting Jesus, uh, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. What that remembrance is? Because um, some, some people would s- suggest that that is referring then, they'll focus in on that remembrance of me, and that's the memorial meal, that, that the Lord's Supper is not uh, a literal giving, because, you know, Jesus didn't really mean is, uh, but but rather that this remembrance is this memorial meal, that we, so we do this just to remember what Christ has done for us. I think this word remembrance is, I mean, it's marvelously connected to, to worship, to the divine service. So when we have the commandment uh, about worship, it's a command to remember. Remember the Sabbath day to to to, uh, to keep it holy. And then you have stuff like this, like uh, Exodus 20, this verse there uh, towards the end of the chapter, after the giving of the Ten Commandments, where it says, In every place, the Lord says, In every place where I cause my name to be remembered, there I will come to you and there I will I will bless you. The, the 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 kind of exegetical question is who's doing the remembering? Are we doing the remembering? Are we remembering Jesus, or is it Jesus' remembrance of us? Uh, is he remembering to look upon us with mercy and with kindness and this sort of thing? But either way, it doesn't necessarily matter when you have uh, the word, the command, "Do this in remembrance of me." Can't undo the words that come before it, namely, "This is my body, and this is my blood." So that whatever we have, we have first the body and blood of Jesus and their benefits, forgiveness, life, and salvation. Then what it means to remember, perhaps it means that, uh, perhaps it means that to have faith in, the, in these words. So how can you remember the words of Jesus? This take eat. This is my body. Take eat. This is take drink. This is my blood. When you don't even believe the words. <laughs> so whatever remembrance means, it doesn't mean memorial meal. It just simply can't. Okay, then one may, maybe get a commentary from you on this last verse. For often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Right. That's from that's what Paul says there as well. So that there is a preaching, a kind of 
charismatic element of the Lord's Supper, so that the so that the Lord's Supper, as we gather as church, and and always the Lord's Supper is a public meal. Uh, it's never a private sort of thing, so it's always part of the public worship of, uh, of the church. And every time we gather uh, for the Lord's Supper, we're uh, we're proclaiming something, we're preaching something, namely that Christ died for me. I mean, I mean, uh, th- there is this element where if Jesus didn't have a body and blood, he he couldn't be dead on the cross. So that so that it's it's precisely his incarnation, which ends in the cross, uh, that we're rejoicing in here. And this is always so always in the kind of dogmatic fighting this thing out on the Lord's Supper. You always there's always two conversations. There's one about the two natures of Christ, his humanity and his divinity, and then uh, the, the talk of the Lord's Supper, or vice versa. You can talk about it in either order. Uh, because the, the the gift that the Lord Jesus gives is the body and blood that he had in the womb of Mary, that he had on the cross, that he had on the day of his resurrection and his ascension into heaven where he sat down at the right hand of God, and he still has now. So the, so that's the body and blood that's being given. So there is this kind of... Um, uh, a marvelous uh, a mixing of these of these elements. In fact, it, when we talk about the Lord's Supper, almost all of the doctrines come together. Uh, people often talk about the the gospel in a nutshell being John three sixteen, but Luther would talk about the the gospel in a nutshell being the words of institution, because all of our doctrine and all of our theology uh, uh, come together in these words that we confess, where Jesus says, "This is my body and this is my blood." Ah, interesting. All right, well, let's play a little Name That Church Body. Uh-huh. We can get started Ooh. at least in the next yeah. couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, set this up. What are we doing in this game, Pastor? Uh, uh, so I'm going to read you from different confessions. I got all these confessions in one book, so even though you can look at the book, <laughs> you can't tell what it is. I think that is Philip something. Schaff, <laughs> Creeds of uh, Christendom. Uh, I'm going to read these, and you're going to try to guess what church body it comes from, and I'm going to give you bonus points. If you can guess the church body, you can have 200 points. If you can guess the where it comes from, you can have a thousand points. One thousand points. Uh, so like this particular document or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the first one. Uh, we believe that uh, this is an article on baptism and the Lord's Supper. We believe that Christian baptism is the immersion of water. Ble- oh, let's skip down to the Lord's Supper part here. Right. Uh, and to the Lord's Supper. Oh wait, b- baptism is a prerequisite to the privileges of church relation. And to the Lord's Supper, in which the members of the church, by the sacred use of bread and wine, are to commemorate together the dying love of Christ, preceded always by solemn self-examination. Ooh, so we're talking about commemorate. Read that last part again. Uh, so the baptism of prerequisite to the Lord's Supper, members of the church, by sacred use of bread and wine, are com- to commemorate together the dying love of Christ, preceded always by solemn self-examination. Okay. Uh, so we have this language of a commemoration. This is kind of what we're going towards with a memorial meal, mm-hmm. I think, going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they recognize baptism as a uh, prerequisite that mm-hmm. no one can... Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you uh, know, that reminds me of this church. I was, uh, Carrie was one time walking through this Methodist church, and it said... <laughs> did I tell you this, this story? <laughs> and it said, uh, we're an open church. We're receiving anyone is welcome to come to church here. Anyone is welcome to come to the Lord's Supper. And after having taken instruction, to be baptized. <laughs> Isn't that getting everything backwards? <laughs> yes. So huh. they got open open communion, but closed baptism. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to think on this for a little bit during this next break, uh, because I'm I'm going to uh, evaluate uh, 
what churches this could be. I mean, this could be a whole host of them, so I need to focus in on this. I'm going to do that during this break. Uh, you can visit our website at tabletalkradio.org, and we have a bunch of articles right there on the website uh, you can read during this break. We'll be right back. But flesh and blood needs flesh and blood, and you're the one I need. Nice. Flesh and blood needs flesh and blood, and you're the one I need. There isn't a way in the English language to indicate we are using the singular you. But thank you for listening to Table Talk Radio. <laughs> this is about it. And this is the blood. Broken and pulled out. For all of us. And in this Members of the church, by the sacred use of bread and wine, commemorate together the dying love of Christ. Whose ch- what church body has that as their uh, confession of the Lord's Supper? Okay, uh, welcome back to Table Talk Radio. I think that that's gonna be uh, some uh, Baptist congregation. Hey, hey, hey. Is that right? You're right. Okay, I I, uh, well, well, I guess the other thing that tipped me off was the. Um, Again, to stress this commemoration, uh, we're talking about the, the memorial aspect of the mm-hmm. Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. and that, that's that's really what what the Baptist thing is that right. that the Lord isn't giving us anything in the Lord's Supper, but but we're just doing this. Um, we're doing this as a commemoration of what Christ has done for us, um, but nothing is being given to us. Uh, in contrast to what. The scriptures teach, and what the the Lutheran position is, is that that the the Lord's Supper is a means of grace, and we had it. I mean, this was really fantastic that we studied these texts before we started talking about this. Um, that we have it right here in, in Matthew. This is poured out for many. Why? For the forgiveness of sins. I know, I know. See, there is this thing. I mean, this. Uh, I mean, Zwingli brings this argument. He brought two arguments to the to the table against Luther, and 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 Luther never really respected Zwingli apparently that much. He wasn't a doctor, etc. He was a homegrown doctor. Luther called him. <laughs> he, this Eclampadius is who Luther uh, really thought was his opponent, but Zwingli has really had sway, and he really had brought the the, the teaching into the, the Baptist and all those sort of churches, and they said that it was both impossible that the Lord's body and blood was there in the Lord's Supper and unnecessary. Uh, in fact, they said it was uh, the body and blood had no real benefit. Flesh and blood, pro- uh, flesh profits nothing uh, from John 6. This was their argument. So that if Jesus' body and blood is there, it doesn't matter. So how can it be how, uh, this kind of, and this is nothing more than just neo-Gnosticism, that the flesh is bound to the earth and is bad and the spirit is good. So the only benefit we can have is, is through spiritual things. But this is just flies in the face of everything that God does in the scriptures. I mean, starting from the fact that he creates everything, and then and then every time he gives a spiritual benefit, he does it through something physical. And, and just think of this if you want to kind of... Uh, uh, what's it called when you bring something? Oh yeah, evidence uh, one. If you want a piece of evidence, just think of Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he physically died on the cross. His he physically shed his blood. That's physical stuff. If you were, if you would have, could have been there, you could have touched him. That's what the Apostle John says. We we touched him. We 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 saw him. He was real. And it's through th- that reality that we have all of our benefits. So that to say that the the, the flesh profits nothing is is uh, uh, is completely to misunderstand what how Jesus works and what he's even talking about when he says flesh in the text, etc., etc. Of course, God gives 
uh, benefits through physical things. That's that's always how he does it. Well, and if you think about the, the context in which uh, our Lord Jesus was instituting this Lord's Supper, uh, they're at the Seder meal. Now, if if, if if our Lord Jesus wanted to make this a symbolic meal, uh, there'd be a, a lot better symbolisms right there on the table for him to use than, than the bread. Oh, you know, you yeah, have, yeah. You have bread right here, and uh, and, and then r- right next to the bread you have, have the lamb, which was sacrificed uh, right there. And then what, what does he pick up? He picks up the bread. He doesn't yeah, right. pick up the lamb. Right, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think Luther makes that point again against Wingley. He says if he wanted to just make a symbol, he would have just kept it as the Passover meal because that was a symbolic meal. Mm-hmm. But he changed it. Uh, so, so that he changes it from a symbolic meal, which is what the uh, the Jews had in the Old Testament, to a, a to an actuality. Sometimes I ask my friends who are suggesting that, that it's, a, it's a memorial meal. I say, let's just suppose for just a minute that Jesus wanted to make it uh, literal. That his his real presence, his his sacramental presence, is in the the, the bread and wine. What do you think he could have said? You know, he said, "This is my body. This is my blood." What could he? What could he have said? This really, really is my body. Seriously, it's my body and blood. I mean, I mean, there's what word? I mean, is means is. Yes. All right, I'm ready for another church body. All right, you ready for this? Yep. All right. The supper of the Lord is not only a sign of the love that Christians ought to have among themselves to one another, but rather it's a sacrament of our redemption by Christ's death, insomuch that to such as rightly, worthily, and with faith receive the same, the bread which we break is a partaking of the body of Christ, and likewise the cup of blessing is a partaking of the blood of Christ. I'm going to skip down here a little bit. The body of Christ, This is you're going to want to key in on this one here. The body of Christ is given taken and eaten in the supper only after an heavenly and spiritual manner. And the mean whereby the body of Christ is received and eaten in the supper is faith. Okay, I got this nailed, (laughs) Um, which is pretty rare for me. (laughs) It is, that's true. You make a good point. Oh, did you want to guess where the last one came from? I was going to guess from some... uh, uh, Southwest Baptist Convention document. Nope, nope. This came from the New Hampshire Baptist Confession of 1833, the previous so one. Close. So close. You were. Close. Okay. <laughs> All right, now onto this one you got nailed here. The body okay. of Christ is, t- is eaten only uh, the means by which the body of Christ is received and eaten in the supper's faith. Okay, you, you uh, when you highlighted that part, t- t- tell me to pay attention. I thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. Um, the, the, that, that is the giveaway. But actually, I, I signed in, uh, got in on this earlier when, when I started already talking about signs. Because uh, I know that that the reformed the reform crowd really likes to talk about the signs and seals, and so here we have a sign, and they still talk about it as a sacrament. Notice the first quote you had didn't mention the word sacrament at all. Yeah, yeah. The Baptists prefer the word ordinance, right? Because it is not a gift, but rather it's an act that we do, a, a bit of law. Right. right. But hey, look, it, uh, we we have sacraments here in the church, and so uh, the sign, and then then the receiving with faith. Is, is what we're going to hone in on too, so that the reform would would not say that we're receiving Christ's uh, body and blood uh, into our our mouths, but we receive it by by our by our faith. Uh, and then and then uh, what what draws that out even more, as you said, the heavenly matter. And so the reform bring in this this talk of heavenly matter uh, that that it's not again the the, the body and blood that's given. Uh, literally into our mouths. Like if you if you were asked if you ask a Calvinist, what is it that I receive onto my tongue when I see the Lord's Supper? They cannot say Christ's body and blood. They only say bread and wine. Right. That's right. And so uh, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, the, uh, the Calvinist Reform uh, perspective here. Oh, this is kind of tricky. Did I get it wrong? Because 
you're right, exactly right about the doctrine. But it's not a Calvinist Reformed church body. <laughs> uh, so it's a Calvinist Reformed doctrine, but it's ensconced in another church body's teaching. This is a tricky one. I, I think this is really actually quite confusing. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. All right, this is the Anglican Church. This is the, <laughs> the, this is the 39 Articles. Uh-huh. Now, this is so crazy because if you go and you ask an Anglican, hey, do you believe that you eat Christ's body and blood on the Lord's Supper? Almost all of them say yeah. But it's because So I, I was talking this last week. You know, I was studying this sort of thing. I'm trying to figure this thing out. Here, I got the Book of Common Prayer here, and this is the prayer that the priest kneeling says at the Lord's table in the middle of the Lord's Supper. Uh, I'll go down. We are not worthy so much to gather up the crumbs under your table, O Lord, but you are the same Lord whose property it always is to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body and our souls washed through by his most precious blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. I mean, that prayer there, at the, right after the words of institution, is, is, is a confession of the real presence. And yet, when you go to the 39 articles, and especially, and I just read from Article 28, and we have later Article 29, which says the wicked don't receive the body and blood of Christ, you get a Calvinist, Zwingliist uh, a teaching on this sort of thing. So someone said that the Anglicans are like, uh, they got Catholic polity, Reformed doctrine, and Lutheran liturgy. Now, no wonder they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, but this is from the this is uh, oddly enough from the thirty nine articles. Then yeah, this is why when we talk to people about the Eucharist, we really have to focus in on on what we're really talking about. I mean, if you say, "Do you see Lord's body and blood in in the Eucharist?" Is that true? And they'll say, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true." But you have to, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. You want? We have time for one more? Yeah, we have about a minute here, and I get five hundred points for using my buzzword. Oh, what did you say? Eucharist oh, twice. Eucharist. Twice. <laughs> Did I have I used? I bet I've used the language of real presence. If you don't know, then you'll get points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. Of the supper of the Lord, they teach that the true body and blood of Christ are truly present under the forms of bread and wine, and are there communicated to those that eat in the Lord's supper, and they disapprove of those who teach otherwise. Um, wow. I I think that. That sounds pretty good, um, especially. Uh, hmm. I mean, it'd be interesting to, to talk about this person, but I, I think this person's on the right track. I, I yes. think I think this is a, a, a Lutheran a Lutheran point of view. Yes, is yes, it? I'm going to go yep. with Lutheran. Yeah, yeah, that okay. is. That's Augsburg Confession. <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm glad you agree with him. It sounds like he's heading in the right direction there with the Augsburg Confession. I'll tell you, one of the marvelous things about this is that it's so simple. I'll tell you that. Evan, when when Carrie and I were kind of struggling around uh, the uh, theology of evangelicalism and all this sort of stuff, is that the simplicity of the Lutheran teaching, especially the Lord's Supper, where where Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood, and so that's what we have, his body and blood, is really quite wonderful. That that, 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 that we believe the words of Jesus simply. And, and, and we don't let our theology, like Paul says to the Corinthians, we don't let our theology by, t- be taken captive by those who would lead us away from the simplicity of Christ. Well, yeah, and, you know, to, to, you know talking about the, when you guys were fumbling around with different denominations, the, the, Lutheran, the, the Lutheran church is, is the only church body that correctly articulates um, 
that the, the the Lord's Supper. I mean, no other church body says that they receive Christ's body and blood uh, literally in, with, and, and under uh, the bread and wine for the forgiveness for of the forgiveness sins. of sins, yeah. and not some sort of a transubstantiation or something like that. So, That's right. That's so uh, go to Lutheran Church. Thanks for listening to <laughs> Table Talk Radio, where the points are like the Lord's Supper at the Baptist Church. You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. Just symbols. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like to answer your questions concerning theology, the scriptures, or anything else. Send your questions to question at tabletalkradio.org or leave us a voicemail message, 866-851-5523. Be sure to check out our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.